Good afternoon and welcome to Smart in the Fields and welcome to this week's Great Sacred Music in which we explore some musical settings of the writings of the metaphysical poet John Donne. Our opening piece was an arrangement of John Donne's poem A Hymn to God the Father by the American composer William Bradley Roberts who used to be Professor of Church Music at Virginia Theological Seminary just outside Washington. John Donne is considered to be the preeminent representative of the metaphysical poets, writing a range of sonnets, love poems, religious poems, and Latin translations. But his life wasn't spent solely writing poetry. He was also a scholar and a soldier in the Anglo-Spanish War. Dunn was born into a family of Catholic recruitants and was unable to obtain his degree from Cambridge since he refused to take the oath of supremacy which requires any person taking public or church office in England to swear allegiance to the monarch as supreme governor of the Church of England. After Elizabeth uh, I passed another act in 1593, these people were fined for not attending church, confined within five miles of their homes and banned from large gatherings. In fact, John Donne's brother was arrested for harboring a Catholic priest and died in Newgate Prison of bubonic plague. In 1601, Dunn secretly married his patron's niece, Anne, and was thrown into Fleet Prison for this misdemeanor, as was the Church of England priest who married them. There followed a period of poverty for Dunn and his family, and it was then that he penned his famous words, John Dunn, Anne Dunn, Undone. Dunn was able to seek more patronage as a poet after the coronation of King James I of England, and in 1615 he was ordained priest in the Church of England under the wishes of the king. Perhaps his most famous appointment was of Dean of St Paul's Cathedral, where he began in 1621 until his death in 1631. At the beginning of Great Sacred Music today, we heard John Dunn's A Hymn to God the Father, which is, a, which is one of his most famous religious poems. It's an interesting text in that he doesn't sing God's praise uncritically. Rather, he wishes to ask God about sin and forgiveness and engage him in debate. So it's our tradition at Great Sacred Music to begin by singing a hymn together, which you'll find on the inside of your sheet, King of Mercy, King of Love. And this is by another metaphysical poet, Henry Vaughan, who was a Welsh poet and doctor. As a doctor, he practised in Brecon in South Wales. And as a religious poet, he followed very closely the style of uh, his fellow George Herbert, of whose writings he was a great admirer. Perhaps his best and most devotional poems were written during severe uh, illness, and several of these have been written and taken as hymns for public worship. The first edition of his collection of poems was published in 1650 and included this hymn, King of Mercy, King of Love. So we'll remain seated as the voices stand and lead.
Next, we'll hear James McMillan's Bring Us, O Lord God, a setting of John Donne's prayer, Our Last Awakening. James McMillan is a Scottish composer and conductor whose Catholic faith has inspired him in the writing of, several, of many sacred works. Macmillan's setting of this poem was commissioned in 2010 by Schola Cantorum of Oxford for the choir's 50th anniversary in memory of Lydia Corf Press, a member of the choir who was also a former choral scholar here at St Martin in the Fields. Bring us, O Lord God, at our last awakening into the house and gate of heaven to enter into that gate and dwell in that house where there shall be no darkness nor dazzling, but one equal light, no noise nor silence, but one equal music.
Imogen Holst was an English composer, arranger, and conductor. She was the only child of the composer Gustav Holst and is particularly well known for her educational work at Dartington Hall in the 1940s. In the early 1950s, she became composer Benjamin Britten's musical assistant, moved to Aldborough, and helped with the organization of the annual Aldborough Festival before becoming joint artistic director in 1956. Her compositional activity was limited. Much of her music remains unpublished and unperformed, and she's received little critical attention. She did, however, arrange many folk songs and composed instrumental, vocal, orchestral, and choral music in the early and late periods of her career. Holst's choral work, A Hymn to Christ, is a setting of John Donne's A Hymn to Christ at the author's, author's last going into Germany. The poet wrote this hymn as he prepared for a sea voyage, not fearing death by wreckage because of his faith in God as protector. After that, Sweet Stay a While by John Dowland, who was an English Renaissance composer, lutenist, and singer. He toured Italy and Germany before being appointed royal lutenist at the royal court of King Christian IV of Denmark. Dowland and Dunn were contemporaries living in London and were familiar with each other's work. Indeed, Dowland was one of the first to set John Dunn's poetry to music. This setting of Sweet Stay a While was set in 1612 as part of a collection of lute songs called A Pilgrim's Solace. So two pieces, Imogen Holst, A Hymn to Christ, and John Dowland's Sweet Stay a While. Bye. 
Our next hymn is by the metaphysical poet George Herbert, who was a member of the congregation here at St. Martin in the Fields in his teenage years, but that was actually in the previous church building. The God of Love My Shepherd Is is a hymn based on Psalm 23, and this adaption of the psalm by George Herbert was published posthumously in his Temple collection of poems in 1633. We'll be singing it to the Irish tune, St. Columba. You'll find the words on the inside of your sheet, so we'll remain seated as the voice stands and leads, The God of Love My Shepherd Is. Thank you for joining us for Great Sacred Music for today. On your way out, there'll be an opportunity to donate to a retiring collection, um, either cash in the basket at the back, or there's different ways of giving on the back of your sheet. Um, um, uh, We really appreciate your donations. It really helps us as we um, build the music program here at St. Martin's. Do join us for Great Sacred Music every Thursday. You'll find the details of future themes on the back of your sheet, and also for our Choral Classics program, Uh, which is a different theme each week led by different members of St Martin's Voices on Sundays at 3.15. But if you're only in London for the day, um, there's no escape from Great Sacred Music because you can also uh, watch it each week on our stmartins.digital channel or on our Facebook page 
Um, it goes out 24 hours later on Fridays at 1 o'clock. Do join us this evening where our choral scholars are singing in a performance here of Stainer's Crucifixion in a new instrumentation by Ian Farrington. It starts at 7 o'clock and tickets are available downstairs at the box office. So we fin finish today with another setting of John Donne's Bring Us, O Lord God, but in a very, very different style. It's written by the composer Will Todd, who's perhaps best known for combining jazz and blues with traditional choral music. At St Martin's, we've had a long relationship with the composer Will Todd, and this piece was written, uh, composed especially for here, for a jazz choral evensong broadcast in, I think it was 2010, on BBC Radio 3. Thanks for joining us.